the She Does But She Wants podcast talks all things manifestation, leveling up and living your life authentically and on purpose. Dive in every week as we discuss topics that deal with just living your absolute best life and being the best of yourself. Welcome to the She Does What She Wants podcast. I'm Yvonne Hurd. I'm your host. And yo, just welcome to the motherfucking movement. (laughs) I am so excited to be doing this. I'm so excited to just have this experience. I've been talking about starting a podcast for I don't know how long and here we are. So a little bit about who I am. Uh, Once again, Yvonne Hurd. I'm your host. I am the creator of She Does What She Wants, and my brand is all about living authentically and living in your truth and living in your passion and not subscribing to societal boxes that you don't want to subscribe to, right? So that is literally what it is about. I am a lawyer. I'm a corporate lawyer. I was a criminal prosecutor for 10 years. I've been a corporate lawyer for six years, going on seven years. And I've been a certified life coach for five years. I have helped people get their shit together for an extremely long time. And I'm just happy that I'm I'm able to take these talents and take these capabilities and my knowledge to the world (laughs) because I think it's needed. I think that uh, we as a people are waking up. We are no longer accepting the boundaries and the rules and the boxes that society has traditionally put us in. Literally, our entire lives, as long as this country, I'm, I'm in the United States, but you know, this country, this world, whatever, there are so many boxes and so many things that we are supposed to adhere to. And I am in full belief that we're all here on this earth. Every single person is on this earth to do amazing major things. But a lot of times, I want to say maybe seven times out of 10, and that's being nice. People's visions and people's dreams are thwarted by what people feel like they should do in life and quite frankly what people should do in life and those parameters a lot of those parameters are not designed to help you individually they're designed to help large corporations (laughs) and large people i mean and listen i'm saying this i'm a corporate lawyer all right like i you know i i service a corporation currently right And I've worked for several corporations, but let's be real. Let's call a spade a spade. I think that if you weren't awake before 2020, when the pandemic, when the pandemic hit, you have since woken up. Right. Um, But the question is, do we feel motivated to do something about it? And I, and I think that the astrology, the numerology, I think that the energy is calling us to rise up and to step into ourselves fully and to basically say, fuck you, if it's not working. You know, I really fully believe that. So for me, I had a couple of major, um, major awakenings. And 
my first awakening happened when in 2012 when I had the opportunity to join this network marketing company. I remember I was a prosecutor. This was made, this was like, yeah, 2011, 2012. So shortly after the 2008 recession. And the 2008 recession hit a year after I left law school. So for me, I was told along with my colleagues and along with a lot of other people back then that whatever you had, you just needed to be grateful for and you weren't be, going to be able to get better. As a child who grew up in the 80s and the 90s, I had this vision of what my life was going to be like. I knew that I was going to have this amazing life and I was going to have, you know, this amazing access to just things to make my life easy. Not saying that trips and cars and houses and planes and all those things, that's that's not life. Like that stuff is not important. But let's call a spade a spade. We need money to live. We need those assets and those things in order to have an easy life, an easier life, right? So anyway, I remember sitting in my house back in 2011 and I had was in this little tiny studio apartment and I was working as a prosecutor. I didn't really like my job. I was in a dead end relationship. And I just remember thinking there has to be something more to life than what I'm experiencing right now. And I remember asking God to, you know, to just show me something, show me something more. Literally, I want to say a couple of weeks later, I got a phone call from another fellow attorney who had kind of fallen into this network marketing opportunity where she was selling coffee. <laughs> she was selling coffee. And so she called me and said, hey, there's this there's this this business thing I want you to look at. I knew nothing about network marketing. I had heard of Avon. I had heard of Mary Kay. But other than that, like I, I knew nothing about network marketing. I was completely just in the wind. Went to this, um, this they called it a coffee and jazz mixer at somebody's house in South Philly. And I met a guy who became my mentor. His name was Johnny. <laughs> Johnny became my mentor. I quickly saw this opportunity as something to catapult my life, right? Because to me, the only thing that I knew was being a lawyer. Like I was told that I needed to go to law school, that I needed to go to college, that I needed to have good grades and do all those things. And I tried to do those things. When this coffee opportunity came into my lap, I decided to do it. And I was excited about it. I was telling everybody about it. I was like, oh my God. You know, you can make so much money in this company and it's great and it's this great product. And I was just ignorant on fire, honey. Like I was signing up people and selling coffee and doing all the things. And then I hit a wall and I had several friends basically tell me that I was crazy. I lost several friends because they didn't understand who I was becoming or what I was into or what I was involved in. They thought that I was in some cult and they thought that I was trying to recruit them in a cult. And I was just like, well, no, I'm just selling coffee. And I want to tell you about it. Yeah, no. Um, my world <laughs> came tumbling down. And when I was selling the coffee, one of the biggest proponents of network marketing and anybody who's ever done network marketing, you know, one of the biggest proponents of network marketing is self-development. So this company was the first introduction I ever had. It was called Organo Gold. I think the company is still around. I think it's like really big in Mexico or something right now. But 
self-development is like pivotal when you're in network marketing because you literally have to learn how to you know stand you know on your two feet and 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 literally stand with integrity and say like I don't care what anybody says I'm selling this shit and your mindset is so important right because I you know no one ever taught you don't learn mindset in college you don't learn mindset in high school you certainly don't fucking learn it in law school so I found this this personal development piece so so fascinating like I was like this is great like I was like I've never heard this stuff before so you mean to tell me that my thoughts are actually somewhat creating my reality like I never heard that I never heard that like I grew up in the south um, my family were descendants of slaves and I was basically taught that life was hard um, unfortunately you're black so life is going to be even harder for you oh yeah by the way and you're a woman so life is going to be really harder for you as a black woman and um, yeah you just got to do the best you can right and so, and so for me to hear the concept that you know you're your thoughts create your life and your feelings create your your destiny. I it was it was a crazy concept, but I was like, all right, like I'm I'm kind of into this because I needed something different. But when I started losing friends and when people started distancing themselves from me and in my brain, I had worked so hard to be this lawyer, right? I had worked so hard, hard to cultivate these, these relationships that I had, and they were just falling apart and dwindling. And um, what happened was that one day I just got frustrated. I remember, and now I realize I was hitting an upper limit. Um, and we're going to get, we're going to talk about upper limit problems because we all have upper limit problems. But I was hitting an upper limit and I didn't know it. But I was in debt from, you know, buying these products and selling these products and, you know, sometimes selling them, sometimes not selling them. And I already wasn't making a lot of money because I was a civil ser servant. I was a prosecutor, so I wasn't making a lot of money to begin with. Right. And then I was also losing my relationships and it was too much for me. I remember just thinking like, you know, if I could just be normal again. If I could be normal, if I could, you know, um, not deal with the self-development piece, not deal with trying to better myself, um, if I could just have my old friends back, I would be so much happier. And I remember I asked God to just make me normal again. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't understand this path that I'm going down. I was like, make me normal again. And I remember this weight was lifted off my shoulder. At least it felt like it was at the time. So I went back to being normal. I remember I tried to care about the things that everybody else was caring about. I remember I started watching television. I started watching the news. I started engaging in conversations with people and trying to care about the things that everybody else cared about around me. I developed severe anxiety. I developed depression. Um, I literally, and I, and I didn't have much self-confidence. I, I just was just, I felt like I was just this, this blob of a person that, that was just existing. And my job was to try cases and I didn't have the spark anymore to try cases. Like I lost it. And so 
I remember going through this like kind of like weird tough time in my job where um, I was just trying to like leave and I was like okay I need to make more money I want to make more money I don't have any money I need to make more money but I'm in this job and I don't like this job and I don't want to try cases anymore and one day I got a new supervisor and she was a friend of a friend and so I had a previous relationship with her this supervisor eventually caught on to the fact that I wasn't trying cases and she told me you know one day you're gonna have to make a decision what type of lawyer you want to be do you want to be this great lawyer or do you want to be known as a lawyer who doesn't do shit well that was the kick in the ass that I needed <laughs> because once again I grew up you know having to be the best at everything so I was like well fuck that I'm gonna be the Beyonce of trials and I became the Beyonce of trials and then in, in addition to becoming the Beyonce of trials, 2016 happened and Donald Trump was elected president back in 2016. And when he was elected president in 2016, I was like, you know what? Fuck that. If this man can be president of the United States with his lack of experience and his like, just like, just whatever. I mean, you know, you can feel how you want to feel about Trump. I actually, um, you know, I, I have some interesting opinions about Trump and they're not necessarily all bad. But at the time, I was like, if this man can be president, I can do anything in this world, honey. Like, why am I like playing small? Why am I selling myself so short in life? Like, fuck that. So <laughs> literally, I awoke again in 2016 and started studying self-development super hardcore. And I hired a life coach for the first time. And it was the first time I really kind of took a delve into it. But the biggest awakening I had was in 2020. When the pandemic hit in 2020, honey, I remember I um, eventually left my job as a prosecutor and became a corporate lawyer. So quite shortly, my, my whole life became about how can I get ahead up this corporate ladder? Because this was the, my first time ever in corporate. And I wanted to, you know, be this, this 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 attorney that was renowned and that you know made a lot of money and you know that was smart and all these things I wanted I wanted that so I would get all these clothes to make sure that I matched the company culture and you know I walk the walk and I talk the talk and because I was trying to get ahead and I was trying to you know accomplish what I needed to, to accomplish in life right well, when 2020 hit and I no longer had to put those clothes on to go to work, I went into my closet and I looked at those pieces of clothing, those those black and gray and, and, and bland ass dresses that I was wearing every single day. And I was like, you don't like any of this shit. These clothes are not you. Is the, I don't even think this job is you. Like, do you really enjoy doing contracts? Do you really enjoy what you're doing for a living? Or are you doing it because you feel like that's what you should be doing? Are you doing that? Are you wearing those clothes because you feel like you're going to impress somebody with those clothes? And I literally realized that my entire wardrobe and my entire lifestyle was predicated on some, some, <laughs> some middle-aged uh, people who ran my company and 
I was just like, I gotta figure out who the fuck I am. For real, for real. I don't, I don't, I, I mean, I, I think I know me, but do I really know me? So that was when I really, really woke up. And that's when I really, really realized that, you know, the way that we live and the way that we brought up and the way that we work, the way that we, you know, the, the eight hour day, the, the 40 hour work week, um, you know, getting up every morning, commuting, like literally having your life being centered around getting from point A to point B for hours at a time during the day. And I'm like, why, why do we put up with this shit? Like, why is that okay? This should not be okay. This is not a way to live. Like, it's not good for your health. It's not good for your relationships. It's not good for your stress levels. Like, who the fuck is it good for? And on top of that, my salary is capped. You're telling me that, hey, by the way, <laughs> hey, by the way, yeah, you got to come into work. You got to work these hours. You got to do this job. But we can get rid of you whenever we decide that we want to get rid of you. Except, you know, unless you're like a professor and you're tenured or something like that. But, you know, nine times out of ten, you're working and it's, 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 you're an at-will employee. But we expect you to be here for 15, 20 plus years to make our company great. And literally, I realized that my life had been dedicated to somebody else's dream. And I was like, this is bullshit. Like, my life cannot be dedicated to anybody else's dream. So she does what she wants was really born out of that concept. Because I really believed that I wasn't fulfilling the contract that I had made with my creator when I stepped foot onto this earth in this physical form. You know, and I, you know, I, I use the term God. Um... But to me, it's the same thing. God, universe, source, creator, spirit, whatever you want to call it, right? I was co-creating with something beyond myself. And we're all co-creating with something beyond ourselves all the time. And we have to consistently remember that. That we are literally, we are literally walking gods. Like God is literally a part of us, which was not something I was taught, you know, um, coming up. And we're going to get into that too a little bit. So, you know, this podcast is really just about coming into this vision of literally people being the type of people who understand who the fuck they are, who walk in their authenticity, and they live life according to how they are meant to live life. So once again, this podcast is for people who want to know who they really are, who want to walk in who they really are, really are, who want to step into their authentic selves and literally want to live life on their own terms. But it, it does take understanding yourself and understanding your relationship with God as God, right, to do that. So we're going to be talking a lot about manifestation because we are all amazing powerful creators in this life and we are always creating life regardless if we know it or not um manifestation sounds like something that's extremely woo woo and like like woo you know like oh my god like manifestation ah you know like and a lot of people talk about manifestation these days but i don't think that people are really aware that literally Every single second that you're breathing, that you're walking, that you're moving, that you're sleeping, your subconscious, whatever, you are creating. We are always 
always creating. So since we're always creating, let's create the life that we want as opposed to the life that we don't want. And unfortunately, we've been taught to create the life that we don't want over and over and over again by thinking all types of fuck shit and things that don't serve us, right? So we're going to be talking about manifestation. Um, we're going to be talking about, you know, just general life advice, just moving through life because even though I'm a life coach, I don't have it all figured out. I don't think anybody ever really has it all figured out. I think that this is a journey and this is something that I'm willing to share with you all. I'm willing to share my journey as you all embark on your journey. And I think that's one of the beautiful processes in life is that, um, you know, there's always something more to learn. There's always another level and don't really complete that level until you're no longer here in physical form. And um, yeah, so I'm happy to walk that path with you. And, you know, overall, my goal is to just empower people to live authentically and to empower people to live the life that they're meant to live, whatever that looks like. And it may not look like what you have right now. It may look like exactly what you have right now, but you have to be willing to change in the event those circumstances present itself and it's time to change, right? So, um, you know, I never really envisioned myself um, when I started off as a prosecutor, you couldn't have told me that I would have been a corporate lawyer, but I became a corporate lawyer and I didn't know this at the time, but the real reason that I became a corporate lawyer was that I needed to rest. You know, I, I, when I, when I was a prosecutor, I was trying homicides or I was about to start trying homicides and I was trying these serious cases. Like I was lugging heavy files to court every day. Like I was around all this negative energy, um, negative energy from, you know, and I, I, I have a lot of respect for my people in law enforcement, but unfortunately when you're in law enforcement and you're constantly seeing negative things happen, you are going to have, you're going to tend to have more of a negative disposition in life, right? So I was around negative people. I was around people who were around a lot of violence. I was around people who committed a lot of violence. I was around people who sustained a lot of violence. And me being a corporate lawyer gave me a chance to rest um, because the job wasn't easy. The job that I took as a corporate lawyer wasn't easy, but it, it took such a weight off me that I didn't know existed. It took a heaviness off me that I needed right? So my point is, is that sometimes you got to flow. We're not taught to flow. We're taught to go get, we're taught to work and work and pull and get and get and consistently operate in masculine energy. So we're going to be touching about touching on feminine energy, masculine energy, what that means and how we really are designed to create with both of those energies going back and forth. Um, even though this world kind of treasures masculine energy. So, um, yeah, so I am super excited to be here. I really look forward to um, talking to everybody about what's going on. And uh, yeah, remember, show up authentically and do what the fuck you want. Have a good one.